when hinges creak in doorless chambers, and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls, whenever candlelights flicker, where the air is deathly still. That is the time when ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Haunted Podcast. I'm your host, your ghost host. Kindly step all the way in, please, and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. <laughs> I'm your host, Matt Palmer, joined by my fellow haunts, John Grosso and Paul Jarzembalski. This week, we're preparing for Halloween and talking about where Disney parks actually scare us a bit. Yes, yes the, the happiest place on earth can put a, a, occasionally put a lump in your throat and make you fear the unknown. So we're going to share what attractions managed to get us shaking in our boots. Welcome, fellas. Good evening. I don't know. I thought that would that be a good way to begin this kind of scary podcast? I, I, Paul, I don't think either of us could be scary if we tried. <laughs> that was Disney meets Dracula. I gotta say, it was a little bit scary. Thank you. I, I I'll give it to you. I'll give it. Thanks, to you. man. I, I pre this little Halloween thing there. Yeah, it's a hollow, Halloween. It's, I was gonna say it's the Halloween spirit. Why, why don't we? Well, we're gonna roll with that. Well, I'd we like to getting... think that I have like a maniacal emperor laugh sometimes, no, you know. No, I don't see it. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right, yeah. all right. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't so bad. Somehow Palpatine has returned. Uh... So we are doing our <laughs> Halloween episode, fellas, and I am terribly excited about that. Obviously, we kicked off the show with uh, a nod to one of the most famous Walt Disney attractions, both at Disneyland and Walt Disney World, and then throughout the world. Um, but first, before we get into our main topic, um, typically we do what's making you happy this week. How about we do what's scaring you this week? Who wants to kick us off? Well, I'll kick us off because I'm going last for the main show. Um, what's scaring me this week uh, is, and I'm not going to, I promised I wasn't going to do this, and it's, it's still a happy podcast is Lightning Lane and Genie Plus. I am not happy with those prices for the a la carte rides. And so um, you're not a fan of that. Uh, I just feel like it cheapens the Disney experience when now you're paying for, you, you're paying top dollar for a top dollar product or a premium uh, product. And then you have to pay for parking and all, and for food, premium um, prices for uh, good food, solid food most of the time. And now you have to pay for surge pricing on rides. It just scaring me, just terrified. I'm terrified of what rides of the resistance was $15 today. What, what's that going to look like on like the 4th of July? 
gonna be a $30 ride. Scary. Gives me goosebumps right on the back of my neck. Yeah, I suppose it would, but I, I don't know. But you mentioned, actually, it's funny. You mentioned solid food. Um, that's actually kind of what's scary. <laughs> I, was, so I was at the parks recently and I had perhaps one of the most harrowing experiences of getting sick at Disney. Um, and so solid food was not a friend for a day. Um, and so, um, yeah, that was a little bit, that kind of, you know, that totally like, kills the the experience buzz you know you're like oh this is happy let's look okay i have no desire but to be under my you know now granted i was under the covers of my room at the polynesian resort <laughs> if i leaned over while i wasn't feeling so good i can look over and see space mountain okay not the worst place in the world to feel a little under the weather but no one likes to get under the weather when they're in disney so that kind of, I guess I don't know if it scared me, but I, it, everything I had always hoped I wouldn't, like, you know, you kind of scared, like, oh, I hope I don't get sick. I hope I, I got sick. So, oh, well, little, little food thing, I think it wasn't, wasn't uh, viral or anything like that. It's, it was food related. So um, now, of course, I'm scared of where I ate that day. <laughs> so, I'm like, oh, do I really want to get Shall remain nameless. Gallery name nameless that restaurant that served me my food that may or may not have. <laughs> so normally you get sick on Space Mountain, but this time you're getting sick looking at it, huh? Yeah. Although I do think that I did go on Space Mountain was one of the last rides I did go on before it really kicked in. So I have a feeling it did jostle the inside. Oh yeah, of yeah. That's what you said. You had your food and then you just kind of shook it all up and then there <laughs> yeah, you I go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like Diet Coke and Mentos. No. How about you, Matt? <laughs> so what's what's scaring me this week is uh, Zombie Captain America. Ooh. Uh, oh, so cool. I I really cannot believe that Disney Parks had the guts to to go ahead and put that character out there. Um, based off of the recent What If series on Disney Plus, the fact that they were able to take um a beloved character like Captain America in animated form and make him frightening. But then to actually put the human embodiment of it, the decomposing embodiment of Captain America and make him look like he wants to eat you. I just thought like, usually with Disney parks, they usually do these not so scary things. To have Captain America lunging at you like he wants to eat you is just, I'm, I admire the guts. Oh, yeah. I admire all the guts that he wants to eat. <laughs> so that's what that's, I think, what's scaring me this week. Um, and I was really impressed uh, that Disney was able to do that and, and had the guts to do it. I'm with Man. you on that. This is not you're bringing back some bad memories from me. <laughs> Listen, this is the time of year where I watch a lot of scary movies where <laughs> happen to be everywhere. Um, and I know we talk about typically the happy stuff on this happy podcast, but uh, you asked for the what's scaring you this week and I delivered. So keep your guts inside, Paul. <laughs> oh my goodness. Lock your door at night and Captain America will come for you, okay? I don't know, he is, that is the stuff of nightmare fuel. Yeah, there is something terrifying about seeing like the embodiment of, of all that is good 
dead. Yeah. And all then the, coming for you. You know, Disney, I mean, if you think about it, you had Mr. Toad and Ichabod, you know, and so, you know, you had a, you know, a, a man without a head, without a head and Mr. Toad went, well to the underworld so you had you know so you can say hell you that's what it is that right it really is hell isn't it yeah it, he it, it hell. is there's there's like a little like demon character and everything it's yeah it's a real deal so <laughs> disney hasn't shied away necessarily always shied away from the darker side remember there was that whole like remember we had the, the that episode talking about the return to oz so you know mm -hmm. there is Oh, no, 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 no. I can't do guys. It's too late right now. We're recording at night. If I think about Return to Oz, I won't be able to sleep. <laughs> well, let me make you another Disney recommendation that'll keep you up at night. Something Wicked This Way Comes is a Disney movie from the early 80s, talking 1983, 82, 83. And I believe it's based on a Ray Bradbury story. Um, there are things in that movie that I saw when I was five years old that haunt me to this day. Oh, hard pass. So, um, us Gen Xers did not get off, get let off easily. No, mm -hmm. no, we, we caught the, us in the '90s caught the very end of your nightmare fuel, and uh, like the Brave Little Toaster, which is the embodiment of nightmare fuel. That movie. And, um, anyways, speaking of nightmare fuel, why don't we move on to the uh, the main topic at hand? Matt, you want to uh, kick us off? Yes, I do. I do. Um, we're talking about what attractions in Disney parks frighten us. And when I say these words, uh, you're going to think it's a joke, but it is truly not. The thing that scares me at Disney parks is the Pixar pal around at California Adventure. Now, it sounds nice and tame. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It is a ride, uh, especially when you look at it up close, you're like, okay, this is a Ferris wheel. Let's get on this Ferris wheel. Well, what they don't tell you, or, or what your friends who have been on it before don't tell you, is that there's a whole tier of swinging gondolas attached to a rail. So as you move up, 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 up the Ferris wheel, all of a sudden it starts gliding along the track and you look like you're going to spill out all over the water. And it happens over and over and over again. Now, as a guy who loves roller coasters, loves dips on rides, loves the big hills and the air times, nothing prepared me for the absolutely frightening experience of feeling like this Ferris wheel was going to throw me onto another ride hundreds of feet away. It truly dangles you over a cliff. There are no seatbelts. Even though the door shut, there are no seatbelts. There are no bars to hang on. At least on some rides like Splash Mountain, you can hang onto a bar in front of you or something like that. Even though you're locked up, the sense of fear is incredible with the Pixar Palaron. It's had a couple different names throughout its tenure at California Adventure. I think at first was the Sun Wheel, and then I think it became the Mickey's Fun Wheel. And all of these names for this ride completely undersell the fact that this ride wants to frighten you to death. 
uh, the locals oh. the locals in California call it uh, the Pixar puke around these days. So <laughs> there are rides that I went on as a kid where, like, very clearly you could see the remnants of somebody not agreeing with the rides. You know, like they they'd be like on top of the ceiling of the ride on the sides. And the Pixar Pal Around is the one Disney ride uh, in America to me that feels like it really does want to put you at risk. And my brother, I remember my brother going, yeah, yeah, this is fun. You'll love this. It's just a simple Ferris wheel ride. And then we got up to the top and I was like, I hate you. I hate <laughs> you so much. <laughs> when is this over? When is this over? And that ride, it's one of the few Disney rides that gives you a bang for the buck and lasts a good long while. Oh yeah. And when you're at the top, you're like, there's no way out of this. There is no way out of this. It's taking its good old sweet time. And uh, yeah, I, I, once you've survived it, if you go with a friend, you can decide whether you have any resentment toward that friend and then like, limit the information that you've told them prior to getting on that ride. Um, have either of you guys been on this ride? Yeah, I've only been on the fixed, the fixed cars though. I was not going on the swinging ones. Absolutely not. Could not do it. Too, too much of a baby. I have waking nightmares of the Pixar pal around. How dare they sully the good name of Pixar with that vomit inducing bucket of bolts. Tell you Pixar puke around. <laughs> I'm telling you. And it, it actually, I don't think I realized it because the thing is, is that ride from a distance looks very pleasant it's where they it is they had the their their, their wonderful world of water or whatever type of show in oh, front world of, of color oh. color wonderful world of water i don't know it, i mean close yeah, close so it very scenic it is and i don't think i realized that the that the things go back and forth but john do you saying that there is actually like yeah so the the outer um cars are all okay. fixed which are uh, the only ones i go on okay so it's kind of like in mission space, you've got the green zone and the red zone. And yep. so there's the, so Matt is talking about the red, the, 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 the red zone in, in mission space, or I should say on Pixar pier here, that gives you that, that thing, but you've been on the green, the green level. And I'm perfectly fine. Okay. <laughs> Maybe Matt, you should do that next time. <laughs> oh, I, uh, you know, I want to take my family to uh, to Disneyland next spring, but I'm not sure. Um, it, it'll really, like, I think at the point during the vacation, it'll really have to be the perfect point because people lose their, their temper as the day goes on at Disney World and Disneyland. They're tiring days. And it'll be to the point where I'm like, how much do I want to punish my children? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So yeah. So Paul, you're next, huh? Well, it's it's I'm, I'm not too dissimilar, but I think it's kind of funny. I, the, the, again, I'll, I'll the 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 ride at the moment that is giving me that that frightens me is Splash Mountain. <laughs> we have talked about this before. I'm go so ahead, Paul. Splash Mountain is the one that scares me, not for anything that's on the ride, but for the drop. I. I can do corkscrews. I can do um, all kinds of things. I really don't like swirlings because it just makes me a little nauseous, but I will take most things on roller coasters, but the drop is the thing that I just am petrified of. 
Um, and so I, for most part, I have tried to avoid rides with drops. And then um, actually Sarah and I have a, um, a little tradition is that if I do conquer a ride with one of those drops that I've been dreading, then I get a pin. Um, so I, that's one of the things that um, like she, she used to grow up skiing. So every time you would ski a slope that you hadn't skied before, you got the pin to put on your, you know, uh, in the, you know, on your hat or whatever. So she kind of said to me, why don't every time you, if you, if you conquer something that you're afraid of, so I've got all these pins and, and, and yes, there have been times where I do have a, I've conquered Thunder Mountain Railroad. I've conquered Space Mountain. I've conquered Expedition Everest, Rock and Roller Coaster. I've got all of those pins because at one point I wasn't a big fan of him. I took the plunge and it wasn't as bad as I thought. Um, in fact, the, the funny thing is, is after just recently, I went on Everest and I went on Space Mountain and actually the Everest felt better than Space Mountain did um, because I was in the very back of the, of the cars on Space Mountain, which that's a whole different ride experience. One of the other ways that I cope with the fears in most of these other rides that I've been afraid of has been to sit in the front. So if, uh, if, if you also have a fear of drops, my recommendation is to sit in the very front of whatever car, because oftentimes that goes slower over the hill than the person in the back who just kind of just speeds along over that hill and down that mountain or whatever. So that's how I usually get over it is I've gone in the front and actually the front of, um, although the front of Expedition Everest kind of frightens me now a little bit because you do go backwards on that ride. So while you're in the front for some of it, you are in the back for other things. So, um, but, um, so I guess the middle is probably the best place for Expedition Everest because you're going forward and backward. Um, so you might as well just be in the middle happy medium. Um, but, um, but yeah, right now, Splash Mountain is the one that I have not yet conquered um, because it's just too much of a, um, oh, I guess there is one more. I, I, as I said, I don't do the twirling. So the teacups, the teacups frighten me. Like I am afraid I am going to lose my lunch on those teacups. Um, in fact, I think, I think I deserve a pin now because just a couple of trips ago, I started, I went on Dumbo for the first time. I was scared of Dumbo because, but I didn't realize how fast, it looks like you're going really fast in a circle. It's not as fast as it actually, I, I thought it was. So it's actually fine now, but I did we're, conquer Dumbo. We're gonna get you that I conquered Triceratops spin pin before- uh, Before it goes away. Before it goes away. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so drops and twirlies are the things take, that frighten me. Take so, a teacup and just don't go, you know, I, that's what I did at Disneyland. I just sat in a teacup like myself and did not spin it cast member looked at me and I'm like, I get motion sick, but I want to go on this ride. She was like, all right. You so can do that? that? You can. Oh, well, maybe. Who knows? That's then I'll cheating. get my pen. That's <laughs> cheating. on record. Cheating, John. You cheated. That's not cheating. Got it? Don't it's survival, my friend. It's survival. It's survival, Matt. So, Paul, let me ask you. With a drop, is it the feeling in your stomach? What is it like about a drop that you fear? Dr. Matt's in session. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to recline on this couch and uh, and tell you my fears. Five cents. Uh, you know what? It the yeah. It's the, the the when the stomach when your stomach goes into your into your throat, kind of like you know. And I think the longer the drop, 
the more time that is and it's just like just the most frightening feeling to me is to have like have the ground uh taken out from under me i don't know why it's just a primal fear of of not liking to drop um so, so i probably you, wouldn't do well were, in the vomit comet uh that nasa's got were you freaking out then when matt was talking about a couple episodes back that that musical moment being the anticipation to splash mountain oh, because yeah it it's a good buildup. I love that drop. And even I find myself going, oh, I don't know if I want to do this right as I'm coming up. Can I get out time. now? Yeah. Well, <laughs> My mom I mean, tried to get out once. We were coming on uh, when we only made her watch, uh, ride Splash Mountain once because she was every time, as soon as the log left the station, is this the big drop? So my mom I mean, gets even, you. Even on, the, the, even on Pirates of the Caribbean during the little drops, I do like if if you're next to me, you will notice that I brace, I, I clutch the uh, the thing in front of me. Um, like I'm one of those people that do not put their hands up uh, on roller coasters. No, I I clutch whatever is in front of me. So I am even on pirates. I'm like, okay. What, what about on Frozen Ever After? Do you have an I conquered Frozen Ever After pin? <laughs> well, okay. So Frozen Ever After. Okay, so there's also I've I've done too much I've done way too much internet research on this about the 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 pitch and the grade. Oh um, yes, and the pitch and grade of the frozen drop is very very shallow. It's a shallow thing. It's much more shallow than than uh, pirates. Pirates is a little steeper. Um, the frozen one is a little longer and shallower, so it doesn't it doesn't impact me at all. So have you ridden uh, Pirates of the Caribbean at Disneyland? I have with the two drops, right, but I did my research to discover that the drops in, uh, in that one are, are, they're actually not as steep as the one in, uh, so in, in uh, Disney World. Because there's one that's a really great drop there. Like, I mean, it's not huge, but it's, it's definitely like, okay i wasn't expecting that yeah i've had a lot of people from um from maryland who went out west and they all had this like sort of reaction of oh i wasn't expecting two of those so like i'll, I'll say this and this is not meant to make you feel bad about your choice but i feel like splash mountain is a um what they do is they make it look bigger than it really is it's i think it's a 50 foot drop and it's over in five seconds, maybe. So I would say, like, do it. Do it. Do it. Do Paul, it. Paul, I'll, I'll do it with you when we have our makeup trip. How about, you know what? How about all three of us do it together? I don't think we could sit in the same row, but we could sit in the same log. <laughs> I like that. All right, John, what's scaring you at uh, Disney Park? Well, uh, I, I, I struggled with this one um, because I get motion sick. So for instance, I don't do Tower of Terror at all. Uh, I did it one time. I, I appreciated it for its masterclass theming, um, but nope, I'll get, I'll get sick. Um, I can only do Expedition Everest once uh, a day at Animal Kingdom because the backwards portion gets me crazy. So I thought, it's one of those. Um, no. Uh, are you guys familiar with the ride formerly in or in the former uh, Interventions Pavilion, Some of All Thrills? No. 
So uh, for our listeners, it, this was um, one of the interventions displays in Epcot, uh, which were fun little innovative shows, rides, um, interactive exhibits that saw better days uh, by the time some of all thrills came in, which was in the, the probably late 2000, you know, 2008, 2009, I don't remember, but it was a KUKA arm, um, much like the Harry Potter ride in Universal. It was a KUKA arm and over your head came an, an, an all encasing piece of equipment with um, a screen. And so it was a roller coaster simulator. So uh, it had been a couple of years since we had gone to Disney and it was our, our sort of triumphant return. My mom had planned a trip for us. Uh, and uh, I had, in my excitement, is really my origin story for my, my, my Disney obsession. I had always loved Disney, but I really dove into the forums, all the internet stuff then. So I heard about the sum of all thrills, um, which, you know, catchy name, the sum of all thrills. So I pitched this to my family. So we have to go. We have to do this cool thing. We have to, we have to, we have to. It's an intervention. So no one's going to know it's... We could go to Club Cool and try all the soda afterwards, but we got to do some of all thrills. So, of course, I jazzed it up, and I was probably a teen or preteen, and so um, super hyped. Well, uh, because this thing comes over your shoulder and covers your entire body, they make you ride in one of the, they make you test it out. And I tested it out, and I remember feeling a little uneasy and uh, a little, little, not, not a fan of that. Um, but I was with my sister, Catherine, and I'm the older brother. So, you know, older brothers can't show any weakness. So, all right, let's go do it. So we start to set up our roller coaster. And, uh, you know, because you, you build your roller coaster before. It's like Roller Coaster Tycoon meets Harry Potter uh, Forbidden Journey. And we build our roller coaster and, you know, a couple of inversions, nothing crazy. And uh, we get in, uh, finally get in, and the thing comes down. And that is the moment. I realize I am claustrophobic and this is not going to end well. Um, and my sister, Catherine, who is now a nurse um, and is one of the smartest, uh, uh, kindest, uh, just best people I know, turns to me because you could see the other person on the screen next to you in the kooka arm and goes, just, just sees my face and I must've been green and instinctively grabs my hand and in her very dry style goes, we don't have to tell anybody about this. And <laughs> squeezes my hand as I am panicking throughout the ride. So um, it is no longer there and good riddance because the sum of all thrills was incredibly thrilling, but also terrifying. Um, niche for this week, but I, I was, I was very rattled the rest of the day. Wow. Found something new out about myself. So John, I just had curiosity. So you can design any type of coaster in that. Could you design a coaster that just goes straight and doesn't go up? So we we rode it a second time. It's like a people mover coaster. So we rode it a second time. Yeah, so we wrote it a second time, and, and I, I made Catherine go with me again. I'm like, I gotta try this one more time. I can't, I, I, maybe that was a fluke. It was not a fluke. And we picked the lamest, like, bunny hill. They wouldn't let me go quieter than it was. They're like, no, this won't do anything. So we, we did. 
we did like this little bunny slope, like barnstormer-esque roller coaster afterwards. I remember getting off of it going, yeah, I did it. And Kat's like, yeah, you did. You did do it. I love that, by the way, you said, I love that she said to you, we, we don't have to speak of this again, or you don't know one has to know about this. Well, and I know now that you just shared it pride. with the podcast world that now everyone knows it now. <laughs> well, she was trying to let me keep my pride. Um, because she was, she, but it was very, it was very sweet. And I always think of her uh, when I think of that terrifying experience. <laughs> Anytime I'm claustrophobic, I'm like, where's Catherine? Uh, well, that's, it's, I love that you're vulnerable enough to admit of this, this soft spot, John, um, this nightmare lingering from your, your younger years. Um, but I want our listeners to do the same please uh, comment. We're going to have some social posts on this in the coming days. Please share your comments. Um, what scares you at a Disney park? Uh, we want to know that. Please share it on our, on our email at thishappypodcast at gmail.com. Um, and make sure you're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, following us there. And then please also click like and subscribe on our, on all our social, uh, on our, on our uh, channels for uh, listening we got a, we're on TuneIn, we're on, um, we're on iTunes, we're on Podbean, we're on anywhere that you can get, get your podcast. Uh, make sure you're tuning in, subscribing and uh, leaving a comment so we can jump up in the rankings and you can hear us more. Uh, share us with your friends as well. Guys, is there anything else that you want to share for this week's episode? I think I've bared my soul enough. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, I feel like we've all kind of like gone our, we've, we've all gone vulnerable this week. Like, and so, you know, it's not like the big scary, like, ooh, it jumped out at us. It's like rides that like, just, you know, give us the, thr- you know, so much of a thrill we get spooked. So I think that's, uh, I think that's kind of fun. Uh, three, three guys trying, you know, being all vulnerable for Halloween. Yeah, that's, that's what we're doing. And next yeah. week, next week's episode, we're going to have our uh, talk about our favorite lingering ghost attractions at Disney parks. What's lingering from former beloved attractions that you you target when you go to the Disney parks? Um, so please think about those as well and share those with us as well on all, all our social media uh, and this happy podcast at gmail.com. Well, guys, let's wrap up this uh, special Halloween episode. We have a special outro. We will see you guys uh, next week. Thanks so much. Harry back, Harry back, be sure to bring your death certificate.